Hello and welcome to Gaming Fix, episode 116 on this April 11th, 2020. I am your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's least favorite soda. I am joined today by Alex. Hi. Um, have you ever had the Orbitz soda that had the stuff floating in it? One time when I was a kid, I think I put like the crunch, like the, you know, like the crunch bars, but they had like crunch balls. They're like chocolate with like the rice cereal. And I put those uh, in some Sprite. Didn't taste good. That's not, yeah, no way. Uh, that is the voice of Allison. Hi. Um. Yeah, I've got nothing. That sounds disgusting. One time as a child, I put some ginger ale into cereal. Oh. <laughs> it was not very I, good. Well, that feels like a very kid thing where you're like, they're both delicious out um, separate, so why not together? And you're like, it's not how it works. Yeah, carbonated cereal is a little weird. <laughs> y- yeah, I bet. Uh, with that, with the, the chocolate in the soda, I think I f- also fell asleep afterwards, and I woke up and I forgot I did it. Uh-huh. And I was like, what is this? And I drank some. <laughs> I was like, no. <laughs> You're like, oh, past me left this uh, sprite here. Thank you, past me. Oh, no, that was a mistake. Yeah, uh, I am i don't know what possessed me or how it happened. But I think for some reason in my head, I remember thinking this looks like a fly laid eggs or something. But it was too big. It was bigger. The balls were bigger than flies. But I, but I still drank it anyway after thinking this. This looks like a fly had eggs so why would you put that in soda i i'm uh well no it was it was when i woke up i was like because i forgot what happened oh so i was like but I, so i drank it but but you still drank it even though you're like oh i forgot what happened hey yeah. this looks like there was like flies in here well i'll still drink the sprite like <laughs> yeah i think it was flat too like it was a bad scene no that sounds terrible yeah sprite's all right yeah, sprite's yeah, fine. It's pretty good <laughs> sprite or seven up Mm, it's been too long since I've had either one. Fair enough. I feel Probably like Sprite too. is a lot easier to get, but like I don't know. I can't remember the last time I had Seven Up, but it feels like weirdly more nostalgic for me, and I don't know why. Yeah, I could agree with that. <laughs> Anyways, hi, video games. Yeah. Video yeah, games. Yeah, video <laughs> games. Uh, <laughs> no, we we aren't talking about the gamer soda, the most the most gamery of all beverages. Uh, I was one hundred percent considering just for this podcast going and getting that uh, gamer fuel. Like they're giving out a bunch of like Mountain Dew gamer fuel on Twitter, and I was like, would that be content? Uh, and I decided not. That, so. Anything is content if you try hard enough. Whoa! That yeah. <laughs> That's deep. That. <laughs> but like, and if you pronounce it slightly differently, anything is content if you try hard enough. How do I know when I'm content? That sounds like you're just like one of those like I don't know like motivational speakers who are like anything's content if it's content, and I'm like, Alex, don't go down that road. <laughs> and we in our ap- apocalyptic future, 
we might need some motivational speakers and to someone to remind us what content is and what content is. I think Alex is going to corner that market. Oh no! In the future, <laughs> almost certainly not. Stop- <laughs> In the future, will we stop using currency and just use content? Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, we're, yeah some we're, people will think oh we live God. in that world already. Well, b- with all the I'm likes, an influencer, with all the likes, comments, should, and subscribes. Yeah, yeah. I'm an influencer. You should give me free food. It sounds like a terrible episode of Black Mirror, where it's like the number of subscribers is like uh, tied to your worth as a human being. I guess that's kind of like that uh, that one Black Mirror, but it's also not that far from reality. <laughs> well yeah uh things are real cheery on this episode of uh, gaming fix (laughs) join us for nihilist fix oh uh well uh let's you know what there's someone on this podcast who is always uh bringing joy to our conversations with everything they talk about most of the time that sometimes they don't, but most of the time it's but a joyous Eric, occasion. But, but Erica isn't here today. Eric, sure, Erica brings plenty of joy to this podcast. I'm talking about Allison. Oh, Allison thank you. always brings such joy to okay, the conversation. What were the things that you're talking about with like sometimes not? <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to. I'm sure sometimes you've brought like things that aren't great. I know that I have. I just thought we've done 115 episodes before this, not including Game of the Year. Uh, I'm sure some of some of them weren't great topics of conversation. Yeah, that's true. Because the game stunk or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, Uh, I've certainly played some bad games, so that's probably true. We Um, all have. Yeah, we we all played Control. Anyways, oh, oh my gosh, you're never going to like you. And Sam with Edith Finch are going to be like forever carrying the that. Uh, but all of us here like Edith, Edith Finch, though. So. Yeah. Which is a good game. I, I never played it. Oh, it's good. well, it's a good game. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, um, so I've played a lot of nonsense this week. Uh, some Animal Crossing, uh, which I... Today was the end. Uh, yesterday was the end of getting of uh, cherry blossom season, and I didn't get the recipes I wanted. So wait, sorry, did you say did, did you say cherry blossom? No, cherry blossom. Oh, yeah, that'd be a good name for an event. Cherry blossom. Yeah, I. You know, that'd be kind of fun. No, it's just uh, that the there's cherry blossoms blooming all over your town, and I'm like, and you can get recipes to use them with, but. Uh, the cherry blossom stuff was like a good thing. It just like it made your island pretty. Yeah. There were like a few recipes. It wasn't super obtrusive. It still yeah. you grow your normal fruit. The Instead, one- bunny day. <laughs> I was so excited for bunny day. And now I'm just kind of like, oh, this this is a thing. It's um, terrible. Yeah, um, this I, weekend is the fishing tournament, and yeah. like, oh, the, you get three minutes, and you're supposed to go and catch as many fish as you can in three minutes, and that's like, I don't know, seven fish, eight fish if you're lucky. You could probably do more if you get bait, but whatever. Except because it's Bunny Day, some of the fish are still eggs, and oh, eggs that, don't no, count. No, no, I, I haven't played that. This game is bullshit. Yet. That sounds terrible. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
It's terrible. I, this game is terrible. <laughs> no, um, I I've put out all of the Bunny Day uh, furniture that I have made, um, which is basically all just kind of like garishly colored eggs themed. <laughs> and so my house is a, ho- oh. is a horrible mess right now. It <laughs> so, looks terrible. So, so it made you Ukrainian. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> if that was the goal, they succeeded, I guess. Uh. Um, Sorry to all our Ukrainian listeners. <laughs> I'm part Ukrainian, so I'm, I'll take oh, responsibility wow. for that one. <laughs> but uh, I, have, yeah, I have Ukrainian friends. But the thing about the cherry blossom day is that getting the recipes was so much harder than getting the bunny day recipes. Uh, so that was not as good because uh, yesterday night I was uh, running along the beach waiting for the balloons with presents to spawn. And once they did shooting them down and just like hoping that they would contain a, a, a cherry blossom recipe and then they didn't, but that's the way that you get them. So I don't know. That was a thing. Uh, I played a little bit of Mario Odyssey yesterday, uh, which is good. A um, lot, a lot of Picross. And then also I've played um, some of uh, Kuki Yomi Considerate, uh, which I think I was looking this up. Uh, I think it started its life as a DS game and then has morphed into various other uh, consoles and I think mobile too. Um, but it was pretty inexpensive on Switch and it looked like uh, it, it looked very unusual because all of the art is basically black and white um, kind of stick figure like art. So I was like, Okay, I'll, I'll I'll pick this up. It looks weird, and it was it was it was fun. It was very, uh, it was it's very very silly. Um, the basically the whole uh, concept is that you're playing kind of um, uh, WarioWare style mini games, um, but they're all about how considerate you can be. Um, and this game is very very uh, Japanese, um, made by Japanese devs. And at one point they say, some of the text will be Japanese, enjoy Japanese culture. And you're like, okay. (laughs) You're like, that's cool. Uh, I mean, like, it's all playable, but there are certain things where I'm like, is this like a cultural thing that I'm missing? Uh, Like, but for example, one of them is like, uh, like you're standing, you're talking with a friend on an escalator. You're on both sides of the escalator. Somebody's behind you. So it's like, you quickly have to move to the right so that they can go on the left. Um, but the thing is that that's kind of interesting is that, uh, it doesn't actually tell you how you do with a lot of these. So there are certain kind of like real life. There are certain moments where you're just like sitting and rethinking, like, did I do that? Right. Did I do that wrong? Should I have done this differently? Like, like there's like one time where you are, getting off at the last stop of your either bus or train. And there's like a signal to that. You want to get off. It's like, I pressed it and I'm like, should I have pressed it since it was the last stop anyways? (laughs) So it'll automatically stop. Do I get up then? And you start like overthinking it. But, um, beyond that, it starts, some of the situations get really, really weird. Like there's multiple ones where you're, um, like dating someone and it's like, what date should you go on to? Uh, and there's one where you're dating a cow. 
And it's like, which restaurant do you go to? The sushi restaurant or the yakiniku restaurant? And it's like, oh, you don't go to the yakiniku restaurant because uh, with your cowgirl friend. And so just like some of the situation, it like situations get increasingly bizarre and uh, just kind of fun. Uh, so I was, I played some of the um, main uh, uh, mode, which basically is like you have like a hundred situations and that you keep going through mm-hmm. to show like, but there's, I think there's a couple of other modes. There's like a, a mode where it's like, you can freely be inconsiderate. So it's like, you try out all these uh, situations, but you're, but you just try to be as inconsiderate as possible. And it's, it's, it's a very, very silly game that uh, I, I feel like I, I was glad that I gave a shot because it's very, it's a very unique experience, um, for sure. And it seems like a, a humorous game, one. This seems like a game I would want on my phone instead of my Switch. Yeah, I think that it is. There is like a mobile version. Um, I just saw it on the Switch. I was just like browsing the Switch eShop, and I saw it, and I was like, okay, um, this seems weird. Uh, and I picked it up. But I think that there's, there's, there's a couple of. I don't know how. It would be on a phone, but I'm sure that it would yeah. translate just fine. Yeah. Uh, so, Alex. So obviously, um, if you do the correct actions, you succeed or whatever. What happens if you fail? It just kind of moves on. Oh, <laughs> see, okay. that's the thing. That's that. See, that's why you're like, did I do the correct action? Uh, because and, and then you start like re rethinking things like so, for example, there's one where you're sitting on a train, right? And uh, you're like next to a bar and you're trying to make sure that like these two people who are together can sit next to each other. Mm-hmm. And like if you move the wrong way, they can't sit there because there's like a bar separating them or like a pole separating them. And like I did that and, and you're just like, oh, no, uh, because mm-hmm. and then it just moves on. So it it's it's like a lot of it is your actually your own interpretation of like, is this right? Is this wrong? And then, like, every five, I think, it'll tell you, it'll give you a results screen that's, like, you're moderately considerate, but I don't know what all they mean. So, like, Mm. so it's, like, some of them are, like, you're moderately considerate, you're sort of considerate, this and that considerate, and you're just, like, how does this rate, like, it, it, it doesn't seem to make any sense, really. Um, so if you want to be, you know, doing it just absolutely 100% correctly, this might be a frustrating game, but uh, it was, it was, yeah. But, like, don't expect that it's going to, like, if you do it wrong, it'll just be like, let's move. Alright, so but, it's not, it's not like, um, oh, what was that game? Mom hit my game or whatever, it, where it just yeah. stops, like, stops your progress and you start again? I, I, every so often I see people talk about that and I still think of if it is hidden my game by mom. That's, but, the, that's the one, yeah, thank you. Yeah, it, yeah. They've, uh, they've updated mom. it, I think, because like mom hid my game. But I'm, oh, like, yeah, for still, like the eShop, for like yeah. Switch. On phones, it's still hidden my game by mom, I believe. I haven't checked though. They uh, probably okay. have some new games out. Yeah, they it's still out a lot hidden of games. my game by mom. Um, but, it's, but I still think there's also hidden my snacks by mom. Good. Oh, that's a new one. Yep, I knew it. Uh, so in my ramen by mom. What? Is I don't know if these are all the same people though. Yeah. Hmm. 
Um, so Kukiyomi it means yeah. literally like read the air. Yeah. And in mm. Japanese, they they have a term for people who can't read the air, which is KY. Which mm-hmm. is very funny. So they just use KY as a acronym for Kukiyomanai for people who can't read the air, which is amusing. If you're just like KY, what if that means something else in English? Uh, but yeah, that I, I wish that was on mobile. I honestly think it is. Um, no, okay. I'll, I'll I picked look it up it. on I picked to pick it up on Switch, but uh, let's see, Cookie Yummy. It's on iOS. Um, so oh, there yep, is there's that. a free version, uh, and then a pro version, Android. which is without uh, ads. When did this come out? Is it the same one? I think there are multiple I versions. I think there are because 2019. I think so no, yeah, this is the same one, I guess. Yeah. Twenty December twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Gonna download that right now. It is it is a very uh very very silly game. There 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 are multiple moments where I, I actively laughed out loud. So uh, it's it, it's it's very I I think it's very fun. And if you're if you want something kind of humorous. All right. Well, uh, Alex, hi. We we can we can talk about Legend of the Galactic Heroes now, uh-huh. or we could talk about Final Fantasy Seven. But I've talk- played the beginning, and you've watched the end. Yeah, let's talk about Final Fantasy. I'd like to hear you. So let's talk about the that. middle of that game, where neither of us know what happens. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll be the responsible for the middle of the game because I have not okay. played the original, and I have. Not played any of this remake. You know although, what? Uh, based yeah. on where I'm at, that doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's not entirely true, but like, doesn't matter as in like you can be fine having not played the original. Yeah, uh, it it doesn't matter if you've not played the original. Uh, you you would get more out of it by being familiar with it. Mm-hmm. I believe, right? Like I. I played the beginning of that game or like the first half of it a few times. I never beat it. I got like right before the end, but it's also never my favorite Final Fantasy. Right. Uh, which I believe we've discussed. On this I podcast, say I haven't but. played it and that's mostly true, um, but I did play. I, I have it on Steam and I played like. 20 ish minutes of it. So I figure I feel like that's not playing anything in a in like a Final Fantasy game. You played like the first three hours of this game. <laughs> cool. Yeah. So it was a uh, but but it felt it was it, it just felt so dated that I was just like, uh, I don't know if I want to play this. So yeah. there are, there are some things in the Final Fantasy seven remake that feel very dated. Like there's some puzzle solving mechanics that and like light platforming that just oh. feel bad. Like worse than Kingdom Hearts three because Kingdom mm. Hearts three at least felt like a PS two game, or there are parts of this game that feel like a PS one game, which is just mm. like what are you doing? It's like you're playing Gex or something. No, like you're playing Final Fantasy seven. What if like you what if that that was like the secret middle that none of us have played is just replaying all of Gex? Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be the uh, interstitial between like Kentucky Route Zero did the interstitials between episode one oh, and yeah. two. It's going to be the entirety of Gex is the interstitial between part one and part two of this and, Final Fantasy seven. And you can part- skip it, but then you won't understand the rest of the story. Yeah. And then part two to part three is Glover. Yep. 
<laughs> was Glover only on N64? I only played it on N64. I don't know yeah. if it was elsewhere. You gotta love the glove. Put Glover in Smash, <laughs> damn it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, Final Fantasy VII Remake is... I've been having a really good time with it. Yeah, do you have it's, any affinity for the original? Like, you said you played half of it, but like, did you I, stop because you weren't enjoying it, or because... I, I mean, I got to like disc three, and disc three is like just the end of the game. Mm. But I just never beat it for whatever reason. I've seen it beaten, I think, as part of it. Like, it was one of those summer things where me and like three other people in the house were playing the game Mm -hmm. and we only had like two we had like a playstation one and a playstation two and so there'd be like trading back and forth like okay you had your two hours now i get my two hours stuff like that so that and uh final fantasy 10 got a lot of play uh during those summers Mm -hmm. but yeah, so like I like characters from it. Uh, Vincent is cool. Yuffie's cool. Kate She, what his name's weird. The cat, I don't know. Uh, I've heard. I've not. I've heard there's lots of cats in the village in this, but that's. But you you can interact. Human. You can interact with a handful. You cannot pet the cat. How about that? Zero out of ten. Yeah, this game's a doo doo. But I've been having a lot of fun with it. Uh, and it's, I don't know, ask me anything about Final Fantasy VII Remake. Does the pacing feel good? Like, um, cause like, yeah. I, like I've been hearing that, like, well, you were alluding to Allison played the first 20 minutes. That's like three hours of the game. Like, does that feel yeah, it, fine? I, I was being flippant, but I, I think it does because what they're doing is they're actually fleshing out the world and building mm. things out. Mm-hmm. I, I could see how maybe it might start to drag if you're not into that, but you can also skip a lot of it. Part of it is doing side quests and things like that. Uh, so, yeah, so basically the intro to the game is the bombing run on the first reactor and then you're getting out of the city. Like, that's where things start to really differ is you have this whole escape sequence where you're running out of Midgar and then trying to get back to the slums where you meet up with like Tifa and the rest of uh, Avalanche and all them. And that's where things kind of start to really differ. You, it's opening up. You got a lot of side quests and you're like running around the, the little town and people are giving you quests and you, have we get like six side quests and you knock those off and then you can advance the story if you want. You could advance the story sooner if you'd like, but you know, then you're going to miss out on experience and gear and materia and all that. Uh, so I've done, I'm in like the second kind of hub area, I guess, where you get a lot of quests. I've just met Aerith and like done the church thing, met Aerith, gone to her house and she's going to take me back to, sector seven in the morning but in the meantime we're gonna like pick some flowers and shit i don't know <laughs> yeah sounds but about yeah so i probably in chapter four or five is where the game starts introducing like some real differences between this like in the story of what's happening in the plot like things that did not happen at all we're not referenced we're not a part of final fantasy 7 in any way to to my recollection are happening and 
There's no explanation so far. Everyone's confused. Austin like, Walker said something. Everyone, yes. everyone being everyone in the everyone game. in the game. Okay. Yeah, everyone in the game is like, what is this? What is happening? Austin Walker said something on Monday's Waypoint Radio, and I, I want him to be right. Uh, because what he said so far where I'm at makes sense. I don't want to say what it is uh, in case people would like to go in mostly unspoiled, but I think it is the most interesting thing they could have done with this and like done with this remake as a whole, like Final Fantasy 7 remake part one, part two, part three, if they are actually doing what he theorized and the stuff that has kind of popped up throughout the game so far has been has me convinced that that's what it is at least right now well but there's still like 50 hours of game left hey listeners maybe skip ahead 45 seconds what is that kind of thing andre yeah sure uh so, so austin walker wait yeah 40, okay let's say let's give this a minute so come back in okay. a minute if you don't want yeah. spoilers all right okay austin walker theorize that this is a sequel to final fantasy seven mm. and it's like somehow time looped or something. Oh, which would be fascinating because be, uh, really cool. Actually. I, when I met Aerith, the extra spoiler, when I met Aerith cloud keeps having these like flashbacks to like past events. And I think he might've had a flashback to when she dies. <laughs> Uh, there wasn't like not her getting stabbed or anything, but her like hairband and materia like right. falling to the ground and right, stuff, right. which is in Final Fantasy VII original. And then there are these some de- dementor ass motherfuckers who show up and are like protecting her. Mm-hmm. And so they they weren't in the original game, but I think maybe they're like the ghosts of her people because she's like from that ancient race. I don't know, but maybe they're gonna save her and not let her die this time. That would be genuinely extremely cool. And there we go. One minute. Just just (laughs) just the idea of that kind of makes me want to like force myself through the original and then go play this. So that's that's very rad. Yeah, I'll wait. Uh, You don't even have to get that far in the original to get to where this game ends. Right. Um, So you could try that. But yeah. And I'll wait. and I'm away from my PlayStation Four, so I can't play the remake right now. True, but yeah. But yeah, I'll wait until you're finished to to discuss the ending stuff. Yeah, because I you've said you think I'll hate it, which I think is very interesting. Uh, and with Nomura behind, it's entirely possible. But I think so far I have enjoyed everything they're putting down. So, in terms of the ending being completely spoiler free. Uh, I think it's really interesting, but I think the execution was a little bit questionable at, mm-hmm. at from what I watched. Uh, but, it sounds like Nomura. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess we'll see in another 20 hours, 30 mm-hmm. hours when you get to the ending. Uh, 30 to, yeah, probably 30 to 40. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where all it goes. I'm not, I'm fuzzy on like the, the course of events because I always think that gold saucer and like the desert Cosmo Canyon stuff takes place before you actually leave Midgar, even the, though it's technically outside. Is that like Zach? you go to the, the no, the no, stuff? it's like the, the, um, 
Zack's Crisis Core. Zack's an entirely different game. Okay. He's dead by the time Final Fantasy VII happens. Uh, that's it's like the casino and then the prison. Do you remember? And then Barrett has to like fight a guy who who also has a gun for an arm. That's where you met meet Kate She or whatever Kate Sith Kate She. Yeah, I I don't know. Uh, I think that's because I think he's in the game, so I think that'll happen. I don't. I am fuzzy on the course of events, but this just makes me want Final Fantasy Eight remake even more. I already wanted yeah. that instead. I play that. Hell yeah, that'd be good. But yeah, I think if some people who are fans of the original uh, I have seen are unhappy with the way they have uh, done things with this remake. And I think that's the best. <laughs> I think if they went in, they, I think if they went in and did a super safe, oh, it's it's exactly what you wanted, wanted and what you remembered, that would be I think boring. this is way, yeah, this is like a way more interesting that it sounds like um, yeah, from from what it sounds like is that they're they're actually trying something really interesting with this rather than Possibly, just going, allegedly. Like, well, I mean, I mean, like just the fact that they're it sounds like they've definitely changed things up versus mm-hmm. like just, you know, uh, put a fresh coat of paint on it or added. Um, I mean, if they had the graphics, basically, if they had fleshed things out, but left out some of the weirder stuff that I just talked about in that spoiler section, I think it would be fine i think that'd be a good game people would love it but it wouldn't be as interesting yeah and, and, and it I sounds like they're trying for something more yes which that's is why i'm cool. engaged is because it's interesting and not just here's final fantasy 7 again with like expanded yeah. yeah but i think those changes and as you go further i think there are more changes um, yeah, I'm sure. The, if they, this was all, I'd be confused. Th- that's the issue that people have been taking with it. Is they're like, this isn't yeah. a remake. <laughs> that, that's like, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, I I'm looking forward to the end, and I I want to. I'm actually looking forward to the rest of this tri- trilogy saga, whatever it ends up being in ten years. Uh, I I bet we get one in like two two to three. I bet coronavirus has screwed things up a little bit. Yeah, but I bet I, that's well underway. They've got the mechanics, the engine, all that stuff. Right, they got mechanics. They have the engine. They have all the main characters uh, modeled and everything. So, yeah, not I, all of them. Oh well, I mean, like the main characters that are, you know, yeah, yeah. That you've, they, you've they have a lot right of the now. characters. Yeah, yeah. So it. It's it's less they don't have to start from scratch uh, mm-hmm. for the next one, but, the, but yeah, yes. uh, coronavirus. The yes, and we'll get yeah. a little bit into that in the news as some more things have come Ooh. up. But yay, uh, time. Uh, the time. combat, the combat is uh, better and better than I expected. Maybe okay. it. So I was a little worried it was going to be Kingdom Heartsy. I played the demo and I was like, oh, okay, I get it. It's a little simple. It's mostly like your main attack is all just like on the square button, just one button to oh, mash it out. And then you can, depending on, you can switch between each of the party members. So if you switch to Tifa, she has like, the way she attacks is different than the way Cloud attacks because she's 
hand-to-hand combat versus a sword or versus Barrett, who has a machine gun on his arm. Mm-hmm. And then if you get triangle, each character has a special move. So Cloud will switch into like a second stance where he'll automatically parry and counterattack if you guard, but he's really slow. Uh, Tifa can like level up and then do different moves based on what level her key is at. I can't remember what exactly she's level at, but basically she powers up and then she does different moves based on where she levels up and then she goes down per level when you use that move. Barrett like does a shot like a fancy shot and then has to recharge stuff like that and you can switch between in battle you can set it so when you start battle you will start as any of those characters if you want but for the most part I've been starting as Cloud Uh, I picked up Aerith and I decided okay I'm going to try Aerith out because she's actually pretty different she does like all ranged attacks and has some interesting stuff with how that all works and then everyone has you it's got the materia system so you're putting from the original game you've got these gems called materia and there's like fire materia and that gives you the ability to cast fire as you use it it levels up and then now you can cast fire you can buy a bunch of these materia and you can have everyone has fire you've got one person with fire one person with wind lightning etc etc so yeah it's very much like original final fantasy 7 with the materia system I'm not sure how the I'm not sure how it's changed or like how the distribution of the different abilities kind of pairs up to the original because it's been so long since I played it probably like 14 years at least probably more but it I feel like I've been getting a lot of stuff and making use of it uh, same thing with weapons. When you get a weapon, the weapons can have different materia slotted into them or can have different amounts of materia slotted into them. And then each weapon has different uh, a, a different ability that you can level up by using. And then once you use it enough, then you can just permanently use it. But there's still reason to go back to those older weapons because they've got either better stats and you can level them up. And there's a lot of systems in this game, which that's, is that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's very in-depth and I think it'll like for RPG fans, I think it expands on a lot of that stuff in a neat way. And it's very intuitive systems. I, I haven't felt lost or overwhelmed by anything. I'm still pretty early. I'm still doing the thing where it's like, OK, now you've got three party members. Now we're going to take those party members away and give you a new one so you can learn their abilities and all that stuff. Yeah, sure. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm I'm still waiting to get my whole crew together and go and cause some havoc. But it's the boss fights have been tough, but not so tough that I die. Just very um, like, OK, I've got to be careful here and dodge and actually think about it. What language? I just are you? wish. Sorry. Uh, what? Yeah, I'm just asking what language are you playing in? Oh, English. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, my partner it often finds Japanese voice acting in games to be annoying. Uh, I, I don't know how the language voice acting is in this, but when I was playing uh, Tokyo Mirage sessions, she was like, these voice actors are so annoying. I can't be in the same room as this game. <laughs> so I, I put that game down and have not touched it uh, since, <laughs> but 
maybe I'll get back to it someday because uh, that combat's fun, but that has not been an issue with Final Fantasy VII in English. And I think the voice acting's good. It doesn't have the Kingdom Hearts three or Kingdom Hearts in general like stilted long pause between each line problem. Right, right. right. Is that because and every line they're waiting for a laugh track? No, it's just they <laughs> they say things and then there's like a like a beat and then the response and these feel much more natural actual conversations i don't know it's it, the game looks very nice a lot of it so far has been like brown deserty slum type areas and inside reactors like industrial kind of zones so that's been kind of it's it's getting a little tiresome but i'm finally starting to get to like the more interesting visual places i believe so cool but the place I'm at, like four, five hours, six hours into the game, is also like an hour and a half into the original. Yeah. Maybe if I'm remembering right. So, you know, it's it's a mixed mixed bag in that way. But I'm having a good time. And I, I hope it continues to be a good time. Everything I've heard from other people says it's a good time. Uh, so, yeah, that's Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 1, which they don't clearly communicate to anybody. They really don't. I, I, was, I was just going to say, like, they don't communicate that on any of the sales stuff or any of the... No, nowhere. Yeah. Marketing or anything, yeah. Mar- yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, this is only part one of a multi-part remake that I believe stops around the time you exit Midgar, which is the big industrial city. And that's not, that's like halfway through disc one of a three disc game. So we'll see how long the rest of this game takes. I wonder what they do for the open world stuff. I wonder if it just is like final fantasy 15 ish. I mean, so anyway. get a car? with 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 yeah. that with that in mind, I do applaud their ambition. Yes, but if, it's also gonna. It's <laughs> you know how Final Fantasy is up to fifteen, but there's also ten to there's like a billion games. Now we're gonna yeah. have this whole offshoot of Final Fantasy VII remake, which is gonna take its own ten year cycle. <laughs> mm-hmm. Final Fantasy. Then we're gonna get remakes of Dirge of Cerberus. Oh jeez. And uh, what, what was the, what was the Fantasy? what was the movie? Advent Children. Advent Children, yeah. I've been thinking a lot about Advent Children while playing this game. Not because like it references it, just because I'm like, man, that fight scene with Tifa in the church is pretty cool. Then when Cloud has that sword and then it opens up and a bunch of swords come out of his sword. Man, that was sick. <laughs> I never actually watched it, but that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Uh he does like Omni Slash and the, he's riding a motorcycle and then the motorcycle opens up and there's a bunch of swords in the motorcycle. Oh my god. It's... Uh, I totally should have watched that as a kid then. Yeah, I, man, I love that movie. It's probably not technically very good and I, the visuals probably don't hold up now. Like, this game probably looks better than Advent Children. Mm. But it, it looks very nice. Uh, so yeah, that's that's Final Fantasy VII Remake Part One. Uh, Alex, Hi. you brought you brought some anime. 
Yeah, speaking of things that I could have watched when I was a kid, um, I'm watching an anime that started in 1988. Ooh. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> it's, it's one season. It started in 1988 and ended in 1997. <laughs> One, one season. Yeah. <laughs> Is that just because they never like they aired consecutively? I don't know if it was all consecutive. Like I imagine there were breaks in between occasionally. Um, Japan does do like they'll do like oh there's going to be like oh here's a few weeks off for whatever reason yeah. there's like a special thing or but was it like generally like there's a few weeks off but not like months off. I don't know. Or, I haven't looked at the schedule. Okay. I've just been watching okay. it uh, contiguously. But yeah, like it's it is really long. <laughs> Needless to say, yeah. like it's the the core show is 110 episodes, uh, and then it has a guide end, so a side story that's another 50 episodes. Okay, so that that couldn't be. It couldn't like, be weekly for for nine years. Yeah, yeah, but. Okay. Um, that's not bad. That's less than most anime. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> that's there's like than shonen anime. It, it's also no filler. Like it's mm-hmm. all core story stuff, which is that's what you want. It is what you want. And I was worried going in, knowing that. Have it's you said that, what the anime actually is? Yes, it's Legend of the Galactic Heroes, and um, like my worry going in because I I know people talk highly of it, but I never watched it. And now that we have all this time at home, I figured well. What better time? I think I even talked about watching it last year, but ended up uh, just not having time. Uh, but my worry going in was that because it's so long, I thought the pace was going to be really just slow and it was just going to like drag a lot of it. But I'm 14 episodes in and the pace has been pretty quick. Like They don't linger on stuff for very long. They don't uh, drive stuff into the ground like some modern animes do, which is kind of refreshing actually and the story is really fascinating it's like some it's kind of like star wars but without the force and more about like the political stuff but it's also kind of like star trek in like um how the main characters like they're part of an army and like their job is soldiers but they often want to use diplomacy they don't want any bloodshed so like there's a whole episode where it's basically a negotiation uh and like they're trying to get out of this with everybody surviving on both sides. Uh, so it's like, yeah, it's pretty appealing in that way. So like it covers both Star Wars and Star Trek bases. So I'm into that. Um, and it's also like really ahead of its time in terms of like where it's going with politics, because politics mm. play a huge part in it. Um, and it's, yeah, it's fascinating. I'm actually really liking it so far. Uh, Way more than I was expecting, even though I'd heard it's really good. Uh, I don't know. Well, what do you guys? What do you guys want to know about it, if anything? How's the animation? It's old. It looks old. Um, it, yeah, like I'm trying to think of like an '80s Ghibli movie, like Nausicaa or something. It's okay. kind of similar to that, but obviously not as high budget because it's not a movie. Um, yeah. But it doesn't have. The issue that you find with normal '80s anime, where it's just like a lot of still frames with flapping mouths, like, yeah. There are lots of like big epic scenes and like a lot of attention to detail with movements and stuff like that. So uh, it's it's cool. It, the art style holds up, I think, and the voice acting actually holds up, which is surprising too. 
Nice. Yeah. Uh, are you watching sub or dub? Uh, sub. I don't even know yeah. if there is a dub. Um, I'm watching it on, oh, what's the name of that friggin' service? Hi, whatever it's called. Sorry, one, give me a sec. Hi-rolling anime. <laughs> Dot biz. Hi dive. There we go. Um, I have no idea what that is. I, it, I have no idea either. It's kind of a Crunchyroll alternative. Um, okay. mm. I, I will say high dive is not very great. It, it, as a service, it it's not wonderful, but they actually have quite a few things, like a lot of good shows that you would want to watch. So, uh, all right. But yeah, um, I don't know. There's lots we could talk about, but I don't know if I should wait until I'm finished in a month or uh, finish it and then come back with your full thoughts. Because yeah, but, uh, but it sounds like you're enjoying it. Watch so it or, far. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Allison. I think you would enjoy it, and. I know. I think Pat would, but he said he started it, but it being so long was daunting for him. So, yeah, I, th- um, I think I've heard 110 about it episodes. Before, but... That's nothing. <laughs> 160 watched... with a guy down, but. Uh, but I mean, I mean, I watched most of Naruto. I I've read 750 chapters of One Piece, and reading a <laughs> chapter of One Piece is much faster than reading uh, or watching an episode of an anime, but. I've only got I've got less than 250 chapters to go in one piece and I'm all caught up. I was briefly considering going and watching some Detective Conan. Oh, geez. Uh, and that's uh, <laughs> that's like a thousand episodes. That's yeah, because but I used you to, don't need like all right. the lore. Right. And I, and I watched it as a kid. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I'm like case closed. Uh, I, all of the characters still have their Americanized names in my head where it's like it's Jimmy Kudo. And I'm like. <laughs> And, and so it's like it's I don't know it's still it's still very case closed in my head but but yeah but that has let's see how many episodes that has they do they do a lot of like every year they'll do like a Conan themed escape room at Universal Studios Japan cool and I think they even do like uh, park wide like mystery things where you have to go around and find clues let's see there are nine hundred and seventy four episodes yep Sounds and. Right. 23 uh, feature films. Oh, jeez. I didn't know about that. That's nuts. <laughs> uh, that's that's a lot of films. I think there was one last year. I think that they mostly have them like the films have been released in April of each year starting in 1997. Oh, my so. God. <laughs> there are so this is nothing, basically. <laughs> 927 episodes of One Piece. Jeez. People love One Piece, too. It it is very popular here Mm -hmm. in Japan. Uh, And it's it's gaining some popularity in the States. A lot of people reading One Piece right now. I'm not sure why, but uh, that's what got me on the bandwagon. Anyway. uh, Any more anime thoughts? Feelings on anime? You should watch it. Feelings uh, on anime okay. in general? Uh, I watched. Oh, sorry. What's up? Oh, no, you go for it. No, I was going to say, anime is good. You should watch this one if you're interested in cool stories that are actually really well told and stand the test of time. Uh, I watched a uh, the, the first episode of oh. the anime called Gal and Dino. Uh, oh, yeah. It's about that. a gal who uh, adopts a dinosaur. It is weird. <laughs> it's, I think, by the same person. Sounds very straightforward. Yeah, 
no, but I think it's from the same people who did um, Pop Team Epic. Oh, geez. So uh, that, that made me less interested. <laughs> I, I I never saw that, so I don't know. But it, it's very very weird. Uh, yeah. So if you want something that's like where you're watching it and you're just kind of like, huh, okay. It, it, like there's multiple like different animations. There's like a live action segment. Okay. It's very weird. That sounds but like anyways. Pop Team Epic. I did not like Pop Team Epic, but its style was not the reason I didn't like it because it, that show was basically shit post the anime. Uh, I don't know great. if this is the same thing because it's just like Dino is the the dinosaur is very very wholesome and I and I love him. Yeah. Oh, I just remembered. I have one more thought about uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes. Um, something that's refreshing about it and that you don't really see in modern stuff is the fact that there's no bad guy like mm-hmm. at all even though you're watching two sides of the war of this war that's been going on for like hundreds of years uh neither of them are quote unquote bad they're just people like you know they're just living their lives and they want to live their best lives and they've been kind of pulled into this war that their ancestors started mm-hmm. so yeah it's really fascinating how they're able to pull that off of letting you have sympathy for both sides and not really demonizing the other so that yeah, that is interesting. And good on them for doing a good job at that. Because, hey, a, war doesn't always have bad guys and good guys. Mm-hmm. Anyways. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, since it's just the three of us, kind of short on the game talk this week, game and anime talk, but that just means we have more time for the news. <laughs> Burr, 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 burr. The last two episodes were so long too that I'm kind of like, oh, a shorter one is kind of not terrible. But yeah, we're we're, we're coming for you, shorter podcasts. Watch out, <laughs> corner of the market. Uh, yeah, corner of the, the market. Of the mar- no, on the long and short podcast. Yes. Nobody's going to listen to like 99 percent invisible anymore because they'll listen to us. <laughs> Call us the big short because we put out big ones and we put out short ones. Oh yeah. <laughs> And we star Steve Carell. So uh, Sony revealed in a random blog post, the new PlayStation five controller, AKA the dual sense. Why, why you gotta, why you gotta change the name? Well, it's still a DS. What's wrong with the dual shock? Dual shock five. Like, I don't know. There's something Kind of lovely about PlayStation just being like, we'll use the same font. We'll just change up four and a five. We got this. Um, so the, the, I don't know how I feel about the DualSense, but it looked like a decent controller, I guess. Its aesthetics are yeah. fucking hideous. Yeah. So but it, they, they showed a two-tone controller, which is uh, it's white and black, which is a choice. Yeah. Mostly white highlights in black. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the the outs most the outside kind of parts, like the face button area, the touchpad, and the outside of the handles are white, and then the inside with the the sticks, the where the PlayStation button is, and the inside of the handles are black. And it's not not what I would choose if I could I I would be down with a two tone controller, but not in this two-tone scheme it, it looks very bad I, i've seen a lot of people compare the form factor to like the um switch pro controller yeah. which I, I do think is a very 
I, I like that controller a lot. So yeah, a, a lot of people compared it to the Xbox, like Xbox One controller, and yeah, the Pro Switch Pro was the first thing that came to mind for me upon seeing it. Uh, um, I don't feel like the Switch is that long. I don't know. Uh, I I'm sure it'll feel good. I've always liked the DualShock controllers. I think. Like going back to a DualShock Three now is like, ooh, no, why, why, why? Right? Why they yeah, they like were so this? tiny. I, I really like, yeah, I really like the DualShock Four. DualShock yeah. Four is a really good controller, so it is. Yeah, I mean, obviously, uh, like Sony knows how to make a good controller, so hopefully, yeah, this one will feel good in the hand. They've, yeah, mm-hmm. even if they've it's got ugly. Coming up on thirty years experience making them, you'd hope they knew how to make a good controller. So. The the features are I think they've talked about the features before like they can the triggers will adjust based on what you're doing they they call them adaptive triggers but we talk we can maybe talk about that in a little bit uh, they depending on what you're doing the resistance will change mm-hmm. on the controller so if you're pulling back a bow maybe they'll be tighter or if you're driving and you go across like some dirt or something you'll get like it'll be harder to kick or harder to pull stuff like that, or be like less more mushy. Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly, uh, but different, uh, different tensions depend context, sensitive trigger tension, which I assume you can turn off because for some people that might be very unpleasant. Yeah. I feel like that, that's the type of thing where, uh, Maybe at first that's like super cool, but then you get really into a game and you're just like, I just don't want that anymore. Um, I see a handful of developers actually using that. Right. And most of them will be Sony first party. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I feel, but I feel like um, that plus um, from what I've seen, it sounds like there's going to be kind of a more of a haptic feedback, like enhanced uh, feedback in general. So that HD, those <laughs> 4K rumble is what we're calling that one. Yeah. So yeah. so those two put together could make for kind of an interesting experience for sure. But yes. it really depends on uh, how they use it. I mean, who's developing for it and such. Yeah. Uh, if if developers actually if it becomes the lead platform and that ends up being a feature that devs are just putting in games and like actually using the adaptive triggers and the 4k rumble <laughs> then that, that could be really cool and i'll be looking forward to it uh, I, I look forward to seeing what you know what their vision for this stuff is with it in my hands and actually yeah. experiencing it yep. i uh i just had a thought um i probably wouldn't play that but i could see um those triggers being really interesting for something like a horror game um especially if it's like becomes more difficult the more stressed you are or something oh, like that. Oh, if you like am the new amnesia game as like if you're like the sanity meter is yeah is like compromised it's like harder to it's, pull it pull open a door or, or it keeps changing or something like that. Uh mm-hmm. using it, it it could be pretty interesting if if used int- well for like a for story purposes, but yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Uh the adaptive trigger thing, the the name kind of caused a stir it did. because that has been used to talk about things like the Microsoft adaptive controller, which are used for uh, people who need more accessibility options with their uh, controllers and maybe a standard controller or standard 
standard anything doesn't have to be a video game component uh, adaptive is often used for those accessibility items yeah it's in place of like instead of calling it the accessibility controller it's the adaptive controller and so calling them adaptive triggers when they're specifically not for the purpose of making it more accessible uh caused a bit of a stir yeah and i do see where sony was coming from on it because yeah. they are adapting to your play style adapting to the game yeah, they, play blah 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 like they are adapting yeah. so calling them adaptive makes sense and it might have just been a coming from a place of ignorance of naming it that mm-hmm. uh, or, I, I feel like it almost certainly yeah but the nice thing is Andre I imagine you were getting to it is that um, a rep out of Sony said hey we've been hearing the accessibility uh, comments that you guys been having if any of the representatives from that community want to reach out to us just you know send us a message and we'll we'll work on the messaging we'll work on getting mm-hmm. the stuff you guys want in there just just wish they had done that in the first place instead uh it's great that they're reaching out would be better if they did it in the first place but uh yeah well we'll see how that goes is the playstation 4 controller compatible with the microsoft accessibility controller adaptive controller wow i just did it the adaptive (laughs) controller um the xbox adaptive controller microsoft adaptive controller i don't know i I feel like it's not, uh, or it's not compatible with PS4. I I have no idea. I would imagine it's not, but I have not but done I any research had, into it. Uh, I actually, well, Vice, no, no, my mate Vince, not Vice. Uh, <laughs> that's a channel. So uh, there is a way to get it working with the Xbox Adaptive Controller. Okay, but it's not officially supported. Gotcha. So yeah, there's no like a PlayStation firmware update that supports it, but it'd be nice to see them just get on board with that. Yeah, it would be. I think like accessibility is Nintendo too. Nintendo, what are you doing? Yeah, Yeah, seriously. Word. But accessibility is a thing that should be like really seriously considered in so many places. Especially as we've been talking about, Sony has a lot of experience making these controllers. If you're going to be iterating come on also get get people in there who can really help more people get exposed to these games and be able to play also there's so many resources out there for um accessibility in games like you know even if you had no idea where to start you could just reach out like if if a company reached out to like able gamers or something yeah then Mm -hmm. they could they could help them find someone I Google searched like accessibility consultant gaming, and I think people like that exist. So there's oh, so 100%. many. So there's so many like options for making things more accessible if if you just think about it. Yeah, the, there are plenty of people who are in that community, who are in the gaming community, this community, that have. Uh, different needs than the standard player someone like half coordinated uh who's in the speedrunning community who has very little use of is it his left arm basically he can only use one arm to play video games mm-hmm. and he speedruns games and he's really good at it so there are these people who are big in the community or they're like esports players who quadriplegics who have like the computer mouse like things Mm-hmm. Where they control with their uh, 
mouths. Mm-hmm. Yes, mouths. I was trying to remember the plural for mouth. Uh, <laughs> I almost said mice, and I was like, no, that's all right. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so there are, there are plenty of people, and it's not like it's an invisible issue. Mm-hmm. If you're, it seems, if you're in this space, these should be, and designing hardware, it should be something that is easily recognized or addressed. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Moving on. Controller looks ugly as sin, but hopefully it's nice in the hands. I I believe, didn't they say there are two versions? There's the two-tone and uh, like a plain, like a single color? Uh, There were renders going around of a single color. I don't know if they were official. I, I, okay. I thought the story, like the release said there were two versions. I hope there are two versions. I hope there are two versions also. I would get a two-tone. I would not get a black and white two-tone. I wonder what it would look like inverted. Anyway, uh, Cooking Mama Cookstar was released and then almost immediately unreleased. Yep. Like the same day, a few days later, something like that. It was like within 48 hours. But there were lots of rumors going around. Yep. The the one that seemed to... Quite incredible. Yeah, the ones that seemed to uh, catch people... Like catch the wind hardest was that it was a Bitcoin miner, which makes the switch. which makes no sense. It makes no sense, but it's also just like so hilarious. Uh, yeah, there, and then there were people saying it was blockchain was going to be used as a DRM, but which, then they took that out. Which you can, but whatever. That's, yeah, and apparently that the. Uh, President of the company doesn't really know what it means, but was just like using blockchain as a, uh, yeah. as a like, ooh, oh, look at this fancy thing. We have blockchain. It's like, uh. as someone who worked at a startup, yeah, that sounds about right. <laughs> Buzzwords. So, yes. Yeah. And it sounds, sounds like Cooking Mama Cookstar will not see the light of day. Anytime soon. Although there are copies floating again. around because uh, it got a physical release. Yeah. Yeah. That's true? Yep. Okay. yeah. And so I think from what I understand, some of the stores that had pre-orders there, they just didn't get any. And, and the people who had pre-orders like at the stores are like, what are you talking about? But certain locations got physical copies. So I saw that uh, Abby from giant bomb has a copy. Um, so there's a there's copies floating around somewhere. It sounds like it runs like doo doo. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound like a good game, but like it, which which seems okay. to be the actual reason it was pulled, right? Right. Like, uh, deve- yeah. like there was an anonymous developer who who do they speak to? Screen Ranch or something like that? Uh, some yeah. yeah. They talked to some random outlet and basically were saying, yeah, we. The, we the developers were like not ready for it to be released yet. We were like, hey, don't release it yet. We need more time to make this good. And the publishers were like, releasing it, yay! Or, or also, I thought I, that the I thought that it was the um. The I thought it was the other holder. way around. Oh, was it the, the license around? holder yeah. was like, this is not oh, quality. Thought, my bad. I thought it was the other way around. And it was yeah. I thought yeah, I it thought was, it was like who owns the Cooking Mama license was like. No, this is not. Also, it wasn't yeah. clear if this developer was from the company or just knew what was going on. Uh, so fair enough. There's a lot of he said, she said, not even he said, she said, just someone said. Yeah. So and the so the license holder was like, this is not good. You need to not release it yet. It's mm-hmm. not 
no. Uh, and then they released it anyway. And so the license holder's like, absolutely not. And it got pulled off the store. You can uh, still buy physical copies off of the cookingmamacookstar.com website. So well, you can still buy physical copies, apparently. You can buy a piece of history right now for one low, low payment of $40. $40. $39.99. Send your um send your payments to paypal.gamingfix and we will not send you that game. We'll do you a favor. If you want to buy Cookie Cooking Mama Cookstar, your money is better with us than than elsewhere. Next news story. <laughs> Cyberpunk 2077's DLC will be revealed ahead of release which is presumably still September of this year. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's the same thing they did with The Witcher, isn't it? Like, uh, That's so long ago. I Maybe. <laughs> I seem to remember reading that in part of the that, articles that I saw. That, that is very possibly true. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. That, and that stuff's things they've already planned out at this point with the way CD Projekt Red kind of does their stuff. Mm-hmm. I... I'm interested to see what it is because I want to play that game. Do you think that game actually makes it out this year? I think so. I think I think they may be one of the companies that will push and say like, okay, we don't need a physical release. Let's just do this digital and we can get the physical out later if we need to. Okay. Like that, so what do they do for people who ordered like collector's editions? I don't know. Do they just say, here's a digital copy. We'll get you the collector's edition when we can. That would make some sense to me. But I don't know. It depends if they re- ordered it directly through them or through like a GameStop or something, right? Like, yeah, sure. If it's yeah. directly through them, I'm sure they could do that. If it right. was and through a third party, then tough to say. And that, and I mean that's that, I think that's a tough question about a lot of the games that are coming out this year. If they could um, go past a physical release, is is uh, pre-orders and stuff with places like GameStop or. Like yeah, Best well, we talked about yeah. it. That it happened. Final Fantasy VII. The pre-orders were, or not pre-orders, but physical copies were a concern. So they sent out a lot of physical copies early to Europe and Australia. So people got the game last last week. Yeah, something you know, like that. Way way early, more than a week early. Uh, people in some places, but the digital release was held until uh, Friday, mm-hmm. and then. Uh, Last of Us 2 was delayed indefinitely, mm-hmm. sounding like it was because of the logistics of manufacturing physical and like shipping and getting physical goods out there. But Ghost of Tsushima, not delayed yet. Yeah. What, what, what is, I don't know. It's interesting. It'll be interesting to see what the rest of this year looks like. Because yeah, this is kind of the there'll be games coming out for these consoles into next year, probably the next few years, but it's probably mostly gonna, a lot for the triple, mostly going to be for indies, the triple a yeah. and the, yeah, like the Avengers game. Does that get delayed again into next year because they can't make physical copies? I don't know. It's tough to say. Yep. Who knows? It's so uh, weird. Well, <laughs> one place where games won't be coming out or at least won't be getting rated is Japan as the Cero ratings uh, group in Japan. The, they are the, the ESRB equivalent in Japan. Yeah. 
is closing until May 6th, which is not going to be how it's, they're going to be closed longer. Yeah. yeah. The state of emergency in Japan is not, isn't, it's not an emergency. They're, it's so bad. Yeah. Let me tell you people. Things in Japan. Japan is doing a bad job. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they say May 6th, but. That is that is the end of Golden Week. That's very optimistic. Yes, Uh, yeah, it's the end of Golden Week, and with the way things are going, I imagine people are not going to stay home for Golden Week because there's no. They're saying, "Hey, you should stay home," but there's no there's no penalty for going out. There's no incentive to stay home. There's they're just saying, "Yeah, it is." Please don't go out. They have asked some like businesses, bars, things like that, restaurants, concert venues, et cetera, to close. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. People are people are going to go out for Golden Week. They won't travel. People travel during Golden Week, but I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Regardless, with Cero, so like no games being rated. Yeah. For the next month, which is big, because yeah, like I don't know. I don't think there's a legal obligation for it to be there but like most retailers won't sell it unless it has that rating yeah like, right I, you go on steam but like you can go on some like you know itch oh itch itch.io itch.io but that's all like it's not the switch that's not xbox nobody plays xbox in japan but it's not playstation that's gonna be a Interesting to see the fallout of this. I wonder how far in advance do games get rated? Um, it's t- it, it differs uh, because they need a playable it's, game, it's, even if. But do they it, actually play it, or does it need? Because I've heard that a lot of people just watch the game. Yeah, like they just the, are given a video. Here's all the content in the game. Right, they're supposed basically. to. They're supposed to be able to have video of all of the content that would be questionable. Like, Mm -hmm. so basically a highlight reel of what would give it a T rating versus an M rating. Uh, But I think there has to be something playable. That's how it used to be, at least, was that there had to be a build that they could do to confirm. Uh, But I don't think that necessarily, I don't think that necessarily had to be like the 1.0 release. It could be an early release. Yeah. And this is also a different group than the ESRB. So they're their rules are probably different, yep. but yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what happens to game releases in Japan after this. Cause I imagine this summer is when we'll kind of see the fallout from that. Yeah. And if that continues for, um, f- three months, let's say, what does that mean? No games launched with the PS five. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no games launch on. Uh, I think if that happens, the PS5 won't launch. Oh, probably Japan. not. Like mm. you can't because just launch a console without any. There will be no. There will be no new console in Japan because the Xbox isn't going to launch in Japan this year. So. Yeah. Well, and also nobody in Japan buys Xboxes anyways. But yeah. Ooh. But yes, so that's why it's not going to launch here this year. So. Do pe- It'll be a delayed launch, but do people in Japan use PCs though, or do they go to cafes like in Korea? Uh, yeah, they use PCs. Uh, it's I have not, I I don't see PC bongs yeah. or PC, you know, 
PC bars. They're they're occasional, but I haven't seen any like I see the occasional VR cafe yeah, or like here. VR arcade, but not a ton of uh PC or net cafes. Or if they are, they're not like gaming related. Right. And they're more like you can get like a business. They have like little kind of cubicle type rooms yeah. and you can like sleep there if you want. <laughs> but and karaoke. Uh, you wouldn't want to do that in a, in a net cafe because <laughs> the rooms are very small. They're, they're just like, here's a little like, you know, rice paper divider or whatever. <laughs> uh, anyway, the next news story, Lena rain, the composer for Celeste is composing new music for Minecraft. Yeah. Which is a pretty cool one. Um, Lena rain is awesome. Uh, the music in Celeste good is music. so good. Yeah. And was it C418 that used to do the music in Minecraft or did like most of the original music? Uh, I don't know. He's pretty, he's great. And it's nice to see that they're like Minecraft has been getting a lot of updates really quietly. Like, I don't know if you guys have been watching that, but like, uh, no, cause I don't play Minecraft, but, uh, Microsoft seems to have been doing good by Minecraft. Yeah. Like they still release a lot of stuff on the Java, Java client. Uh, even though they have the native client now, but like, cause they recognize that not a lot of all the people want to go to the, the native client. They just want to stick with their old stuff. So they're backporting like pretty much all of the updates into the Java one. Uh, but yeah, like I, I was talking with a friend who still plays it and it's just, they've added new areas. They've added like, well, the end has been there for a year or two now, but like they're adding more story stuff. There's a lot more mobs. Like now, now there's, um, uh, there's like a villager type mob who will go into your chest and start stealing shit like raiders basically. Oh, okay. As a, when you said chest, I thought you meant like physical chest. And yes. I was like, what? They'll reach into your chest and pull out. your still beating. Arm. I was like, it's just like, it's so. A, this sounds so scary. Miss Frizzle takes her magic school bus and shrinks down and goes inside oh, your please. Minecraft body chest and please, uh, teaches all her students. It's never a dull day with the frizz. <laughs> That's not how it goes. Anyway, <laughs> more Lena Rain music. That's always good. Yeah. Yeah. She, she's awesome. Uh, next. Official at this time. Now we finally know there will be no online E3 event this year. No official ones. No, yeah. yeah. No, no E3. Yeah. No event. E3 branded. No, nothing from yeah. the ESA. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Because like we know the that there's going to be yeah, IGN, but uh and other stuff like that there's going to be online events uh where people announce stuff but a lot of people have already said we're not doing anything uh in june this year yeah, Bethes- bethesda said that i think bethesda um a lot of people are signed on for ign i believe we talked about that last week yeah. square is one of them amazon google twitter <laughs> yeah for some reason uh <laughs> Microsoft is going to be doing their own thing, it sounds like, but they've also said no public events, or they're going to do digital first events until June of next year. So that pre- assumes E3 next year, I guess. Um, that's a big assumption. Mo- <laughs> well, pri- primarily, well, they've, they've announced, announced E3, E3 2021, yeah. Right, I mean, so yeah, but they announced E3 digital, 2020, so. Yes, yeah. But, that's uh, unforeseen for circumstances. Uh, right. 
I hope to God we are not still having to quarantine and stop events like this because they over a year from now. Oh, for sure. Let's, no, let's I, I seriously hope that's too. I just mean that like, it doesn't feel with, with this announcement. It doesn't feel like the ESA is necessarily trying hard to remain relevant or maybe they like reached out to people and all of the other companies were like, nah, I'm not going to do it with the ESA. So that's even more. They, they have been kind of lackluster yeah. for a while. Well, a long time. I think it's more that E3 doesn't know what it is. Oh it's like, yeah. It's, well, that's it's totally, also because the ESA doesn't know what it yeah, is. It's all, and, it's all just an identity crisis. They don't know how to modernize. Yeah, the the ESA is I holding a lot of things back. Yeah, and so they need to be I don't know revamped. They need some new blood in there. Yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see what comes out in the next few months about part of, about the June about, events. Yeah, the June events, yeah. the summer summer in general. What happens to Gamescom? I don't think it's going to happen. Oh no, there's almost no oh. chance. Yeah. And I mean, how do you even right now say GDC summer is taking registrations? I think most of that's supposed to be most of that's supposed to be online, though. Okay. Is it? Okay. That's better. Maybe. Okay. Well, if it is, that's good. But I've seen some people saying, hey, don't plan to travel to the U.S. if you're like abroad, (laughs) like until things are until it's more clear what the situation is going to be like, because that's a few months off still. Anyway. Our next news story, one that I have been saying for at least a year, I think. Resident Evil 8 expected to be released in 2021. Yep. And uh, there have been a lot of leaks and like rumors and details coming out. Yeah. Uh, sounds, first person. Sounds like it's a continuation of 7, more kind of. Yeah. Which, yeah, or like uh, the style of 7 at least. I've, I've same seen, characters. Too. Oh, okay. Same yeah, same um, team as Resident Evil 7, so that makes sense. Yep. It So I've seen two different rumors uh, regarding who you're playing as. I've seen one say you're playing as Chris Redfield, oh. who, spoiler, appears He's at the, the end of Resident Evil 7. 7 in the hel- helicopter. Yeah, and he comes down and says, I'm Chris Redfield. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then you play as him in one of the DLCs. Right. And then the other one is you play as Ethan Winter, yeah. who is the main character of 7. It's supposed to take place in Europe, I believe, and there's like witches and werewolves yep. and hallucinations. <laughs> Why that, not? That would be pretty interesting. The hallucinations thing. If we get another, yeah. if we that was Resident Evil Seven was all hallucinations too, though. Um, but not all of it, but a lot of it was hallucinations. Yeah, Did you kind like of being but, mind controlled by the little girl, right? But I'm thinking, I'm thinking lady? like Eternal Darkness style, where it gets kind of fourth wall breaking y. Sure. Like that would yeah, be, yeah. I mean, if that'd they be can, pretty cool if they can do that. Um, that if they, but then it's, I feel like that's not Resident Evil. Uh, well, I think none of, <laughs> I don't think witches and or werewolves are Resident Evil either. But I would be interested yeah. in seeing what they can do with it. Yeah, uh, I, I think that team is very good, and I would be inter. I am interested in seeing what they do. Yeah, supposedly this was being developed as like resident evil revelations three i've not played any of the revelations games maybe i should they're fine but this was supposed to be built as revelations three and then capcom was like hey this is real good uh let's just make this resident evil eight 
and supposedly it's Resident Evil Village, the V-I-L-L making up the eight like they did in yep. Resident Evil Biohazard, yep. which was seven. Yeah. Uh, I, I will play that game. I, I probably will too. Most. I will probably most be too of, scared to play it. <laughs> most of everything Capcom is putting out has been a banger, but. Resident Evil 3 has left me like eh, eh. yeah that was a slip I tried to play but, it I tried to play a little bit of Resistance but Resistance. for whatever reason uh, which is the uh, multiplayer oh, right, right, that right, came right. out mm. with Resident Evil 3 I, I, I was thinking like the Playstation 3 game <laughs> nah uh, it it came I, I played the tutorial I, I'm gonna hopefully play some more of that this week or something and have more thoughts next week cool. but it's it's weird yeah Weird is fine. Anyway. But um Yeah, thought any other thoughts on Resident Evil? I'm interested in what they'll do. Um I had another thought, but it's gone. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh yeah, I I would be I, I I want more of that I want them to keep doing new stuff, but at the same time, like, yo, Code Veronica's pretty good. Okay. I remembered it. Um, I'm glad that it seems like they're approaching it as, oh, we started making this thing and it's really good. Make this the main game rather than the way they approached Resident Evil 6, which was like, um, okay, we're going to get a billion studios all to work on the same game that is our vision and we're going to make it good. But it turned out terrible. Mm -hmm. So starting starting from a place where it's already good is much better than like, you know, Mm -hmm. too many cooks in the kitchen. Too many cooks. Too many <laughs> What's the name of the little stuffed dude in that? Uh, like oh, the, elf, the elf kind of character? Oh. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, no. Get, get that guy in Resident Evil. <laughs> well, you know where that guy might actually be more at home? In a new Saints Row game, yeah. which is being developed at Volition. Yeah. What was their last game? Uh, Agents of Mayhem? Uh, this, yeah. Yeah, right. they have that. Did, um, did someone on this podcast play it? Did Pat play that? I think he he liked it because, of course, he did. Uh, I, think I, um, it, I don't I don't want to I don't want to rag on Pat too much. He's not here to defend himself. Yeah, but. I think uh, I got that in a humble monthly. Maybe uh, it was uh, it was a part it was a part of the COVID nineteen bundle. Uh, oh, sure, sure. Humble. Okay, and I so did, actually didn't buy it. that. Whoops. <laughs> Oh, well, then never mind. Uh yeah, but I I really love Saints Row 3 and 4. Um Yeah. So, it's uh, if 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 it's kind of a return to form, that would be I, super good because I, I love those games a lot. And what do you want from a Saints Row 5 time travel. A, new, a new Saints Row game? You want oh, time God, travel? Time travel, that could be good. Time traveling where? Anywhere. So this is like a Dave Chappelle player hating through the ages type thing. <laughs> Chrono Trigger, but Saints Row. Oh, God. Both oh. <laughs> they did a Yakuza and made it time. Uh, Yakuza 7 is a RPG now. Uh-huh. Well, that, that's Saints, the new Saints Row is an RPG. Turn-based combat. Oh, uh, that's the, I don't know, that, that kind of lost uh, me there, but... Well, uh, they could probably do it in a section. I mean, they had a text adventure section oh, in three. Yeah, yeah they, they certainly did. And they <laughs> certainly had a couple of weird um, other sections, which is, which is, I think, the one of the things that I would want mostly is that, the well, I think the overall gameplay is 
fun. Um, it's it's just the all, all the side activities are what makes it really sure. fun for me. Uh, so, um, do you think they can? T- have they said much about it, or is it just that it's in development? Just that it's in development. Do you think they're continuing the story? Of the crew from the previous games, or are they going to do a reboot? New, new characters. I don't even remember what happened at the end of four. I know it, it was, was bonkers. I remember but it was that's, dumb, but yeah, I yeah. don't remember what it was. I know that, like, well, isn't like the Earth exploded? Keith David betrayed you. Yeah, Jane Austen showed up at one point. <laughs> right, uh, I forgot about that. <laughs> I don't even remember that. Uh, she, oh. No, she was she was narrating the start of the game and then came back at the end of. And then there's also I I I I think I own Get Out of Hell, but I never played much of it. I, I don't think I played Get Out of Hell either. I, yeah. I I I just kind of was like I don't really care. Um, I mostly like I, I like the I don't know. Now I'm just looking up the Saints Row Four wiki plot. <laughs> Who okay? Um, they they had a really good romance stuff. <laughs> Where there was no lead up, it was just a button. button. Yeah. So just like fuck. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I hope they bring back Kinsey. Oh, but there is the possibility of time travel to visit Earth before it was destroyed. Yeah. Okay. So there could be time travel. Kinsey's cool. Um, (laughs) That. Sure. She is. Um, I I like Kinsey a lot. She's. I, I I like the characters a lot. I think they're they're all very fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then they I, all... I am tentatively interested. Yeah, yeah. I it's it's one of those. I, I feel like if this was just directly after Saints Row Four, I would be like extremely hype because of how much I like Saints Row Four. Um, but considering um, both Get Out of Hell and Agents of Mayhem, I'm like, it would sure be nice if it was good. <laughs> Yeah, but the, uh, I, people always forget the DLC for three was also terrible. I I'm not even worried. Like based on DLC, I'm just like, is I haven't I haven't touched Saints Row Four since it came out. Basically, yeah, and I had a good time with it. But I'm like, is that can is that type of game still funny? Is that sense of humor still relevant? It's hard like, to say. I mean, I yeah. I 100% of the game, I think, when it, right when it came out. I don't remember when I last played it. I think I booted it up a while ago because I was feeling it, but I, yeah, I don't know. We'll, we'll see. Well, both of, yes. both of them are coming to the Switch, so. I, I have them in my wish list, and I keep considering, should I do that, even though I've uh, 100% of both 3 and 4 on PC? So, uh, I don't know. Uh, wait. What celebrity guest stars do you want to see in a new Saints Row game? Jeez, honestly, Jane Austen was the big was like, what? what, what, what okay, is, Jane Austen's dead, no, so it's not wait, like actually what, Jane Austen. No, like know, they had, but, who, but at the same time, who, like Burt Reynolds was the mayor in Saints Row Three. Like that's that's some shit. But like, at the same time, that's, like that's when the they when level. they start Saints Row Four with like with uh, with uh, with like a Jane Austen narration, I'm like. This game was made exactly for me. It's, it is a good. It is a good bit. Yeah, uh, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying living, living celebrity, celebrities. Who would you like, mm. Roddy, Rowdy Roddy Piper? That was a good one. Beating the shit out of Keith, uh, Keith David in that is 
Very good. Um, Danny DeVito. Okay. Sure. Yeah. Danny and, DeVito. and Brad Leone. <laughs> <gasps> oh my gosh. Like having, uh, having a full DLC pack of all the characters, of all the people from, uh, from the bon DA Test Kitchen. <laughs> yeah. That would be amazing. <laughs> And then you have to die for Claire from the Bon Appetit. I mean, I would. That's, so. that's the end of the that's the end of the last DLC. Yeah. It's the end of the end of the saga. No more Saints Row games because you died. Uh, How right. about you, Andre? Who would you want to see? Uh, every person who has played Batman. Oh, jeez. In a, in a movie, or no, any any person who has voiced or played Batman, all of them. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that would be and Alice that would be good. Oh, okay, um, I was I was gonna uh, just uh, adopt the Bon Appetit uh, test, test kitchen. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hmm. And I'm just trying to think of like who could be. Oh, I know your answer. Hmm. It'd be like Morning Musume or like <laughs> some idols <laughs> that nobody else cares about. But then it shows up and I'm like, OK, they did actually seriously make this game if, only if for like, me. If the, if they put BTS like that uh, would be actually super. I, I know weird. you're not like you're not the super BTS fan, but like that seems like the kind of thing they might do. It does seem like the thing they would might do. Like it's yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe that's too popular. Like too mainstream. I don't know. But it would be funny if they got some idols or like if they got Blackpink. Hell yeah. That, that would actually be very funny. So if they, Blackpink was a competing gang or it's just like, yeah, there we go. Okay. You solved it. <laughs> that's that's what I want. I want Blackpink in there as a competing gang. Anyway, do, do, do. you have to have a dance off. The murder brawl chainsaw. I just remembered that that from Saints uh-huh. Row Three. That was real good. I mean, the, real stupid. The the credits of Saints Row Four was literally a dance party, so I don't think you're that far off. It was, yeah, it's true. Anyway, anyways, uh, all right. More more COVID nineteen news. Ooh. New World Amazon's Colonial <laughs> Simulator has been delayed to August. Oh no! Because of uh, work from home has made it difficult to complete the game. Is what they're saying basically. Just uh, uh, I I'm, moving on. <laughs> yeah, like I, that game costs approximately fifty dollars, maybe forty, fifty dollars. There, there are multiple versions, and it does it have a monthly subscription? I I have been actively not following that game, so I'm not sure. Hmm, yeah, I don't know. So some people on the podcast have expressed interest, and so maybe we'll talk about it at the end of the year. Maybe if it comes out, <laughs> which it might not. Hey, that's probably that's probably fine. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, our last bit of news this week. It is an extremely appropriate news story for the people on this podcast. Yep. For Danganronpa's 10th anniversary, Spike Chunsoft is doing monthly news broadcasts starting in May. Oh, yeah. I would love to see I, what that team does. Oh, is this, like, about new games? I don't is know. Is this just them? There's no information on this? It's just, in May, we're going to start doing monthly news broadcasts? I don't know. <laughs> is it, it going to be reading? Le- like, it's supposed to be news. And they said, it's supposed to be news reveals. Okay. Okay. Um, is it about? Uh, I don't know. New Dongo and Ropa game? No. I mean, they like very specific. 
Sorry. Can you do a new Danganronpa? Uh, they, they could do an Ultra Despair Girls too. Wasn't that not good? No, it wasn't, but oh, they could. Just, they could. I, the, people do not good games all the time. It's true. They could do a VR game. They There was a Danganronpa 3 VR or VR experience was. that I messed with. Uh, it's, it's fine. I don't know. It's kind of weird. Um, I don't know. I, I'd be interested in seeing it because uh, where V3 ends... Okay, wait. What if Alex, hey. Allison, you're here? What if we just What if we just do it right now? <laughs> wait, I never played. Finally, <laughs> finally talk uh, about. Well, the are ending. you going to? Because we could just do it. Yeah, I I would like to, but oh, we yeah. have to do it someday. We've been talking about it for two years at this point. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's or, or I have. We're on a short. It's a short podcast. We could just do it. I don't know. If you want, I could just take my headphones off and like you could give. No, me the it's fine. Signal. It's fine. No, we could just we could just let Allison go we, and then we could just talk about how the how, end of how fucked up the ending of that game is. I love it. Hmm. I that was I think I remember saying it on like one of our first episodes, saying that I played it mm-hmm. like the day after we did our game of the year deliberations, <laughs> and I was like, like, shit, we made a mistake because this game is buck wild. <laughs> Yeah, oh, hmm. that that ending. I still think about how awesome that ending is. That that ending is quite something. There's a whole uh, part of that ending where your interaction is actively saying "fuck you" to the game and not touching the controller, <laughs> and they justify that in yeah, world. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> Allison, you should play it's it. Really Maybe good. this is me. This is like going to be the impetus for me to keep playing. Uh, or at least restart playing Ding- the first Dangarumpa. You could probably go in straight oh, to three. Wait, honestly, yeah. Like, the, uh, there's there, some stuff. There are some things at the very end that you'll. There, there's some things at the very end, like the last um, chapter. We'll say the last uh, hearing. <laughs> um, there, like, there references. are some. I, I mean, I feel. I think there are some references throughout, kind of, but yeah. You I mean, be, it's no like, the beginning of that game too. Yeah, like. I mean, yeah, I have the first thing in Europa, so I might as well. Um, it's really good. <laughs> yeah, I probably should. Dongan Europa's good. Well, especially uh, since there... I, I like I, I really, really love, uh, as you know, the uh, Zero, Zero Escape, Escape series. Yeah. And now that they're uh, 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 Zero Escape, uh, Kotaro Uchikoshi and uh, the creator of Dongan are doing their own thing together now. So. Yes. Hopefully, we get some news about that from these monthly news broadcasts. That would. Uh, I don't uh, know if that's well, going not through Spike. Spike yeah, now. I was going to say. I don't yeah. think. Oh, is it not? Yeah, yeah they have okay. their own. They created their own studio. Yeah, they're with. Um, uh, okay, I thought that. I thought it was like a like Spike Chun no, was going to publish or something. Okay. Is that their name now? Yeah, Tokyo. Tu- Tokyo. Like yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's Tokyo. Yeah. Yeah, that, I don't think it's actually like they haven't announced any dates or anything. That's like the Death March Club. Whatever, yeah, or whatever it's called, I can't remember. It's, it just sounds. They also like have something zero like, escape slash. It, it sounds exactly it like does. zero escape slash Danganronpa. Yeah. yeah, they also have a game called Death Come True. Oh, I don't that know. That I don't one. know if, yeah. Well, anyways. Uh, oh yeah, they they've put out some some stuff already or something. Uh, like no, that. I, I, I don't think that's come out yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. They just got two games. I could have sworn they had something come out. Anyway. Anyways, but I, I do need to play all, um, through all of Dengaropa, considering uh, 
how much I love the Zero Escape. And I was actively thinking, should I replay Zero Escape now? So, <laughs> and how many games are not going to come out this year? True. It's like perfect time to. Uh, mm-hmm. Do I have. Do I own all three Tinkadopas? The last. It's very possible. The last, They've been on sale a lot. The last two uh, hours it's also, of V3, though. It's also very possible because I have so many games on my Steam that I just like. Oh, I do. I do own all three. Okay, I, I'm going to play through those. So hell yeah, good. Yes, I look forward to hearing about it. Yeah, because because I was thinking, I'm like, oh, if I only own one, then would I want to do that, or would I want to wait until I I have all three? And then I'm like, no, I own all three. So I hope they do uh, a whole like. I hope one of these announcements is that Gonta gets his own game because he was the big bug loving guy. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fuck. He was so. I don't know good. who that is, but I, I want, kind of like. Nick, I, he's from legit. two. No, he's three. Three? Oh, he is from three. Right. I'm. I'm just always thinking about Nekumaru Nidai. Oh yeah. <laughs> anyway, oh, uh, I'm gonna share. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I forgot God. about that. Yeah. Oh, man, those games fucking wild. Okay. Well, that's gonna do it. For episode 116, not your Danganronpa three spoiler cast on April 11th, 20, 2020. I almost said 2016. Oh my God. <laughs> we weren't even doing this podcast in 2016. 2017, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But. Oh boy. Coming soon to Stadia. And even barely then. Yeah, anyway. we, d- we did one, <laughs> one episode. Like, <laughs> we, it still oh. counts. Even though it was technically not our first episode, and it was technically not our podcast. Anyways. (laughs) Anyway, episode 116, April 11th, 2020. I have been your host, Andre Cole, a.k.a. your partner's least favorite soda. Mm -hmm. You can find me on Twitter, at Coolslaw, C-O-O-L-S-L-4-W. Alex, where can people find you? Locked in my apartment. Nice. Allison, where can people find you? you can find me on Twitter at W R I T E R S E R E N Y T Y. Although I just have so much nonsense on that Twitter, I don't know if actually anybody would want to follow me. <laughs> uh, and you can follow the Gaming Fix podcast at Fix Podcasts on Twitter. Is that right? Yep. Am I getting it right? Yep. I just forget. You nailed it. And nailed it in one. No issues there with uh, insecurities about remembering the Twitch. Or, or not the Twitch Twitter name. <laughs> it's late. It's past midnight. It's it's April twelfth for me. You should go to bed. Uh, yeah, we'll see. This is not the latest we have podcasted. Certainly not. <laughs> I just need to talk about Donkey Kong three to get me fired up again. Uh, we've got some reviews up on the site. Uh, Fix space. You can find the, uh, a rev- my review of Resident Evil three. Alex's review of Cat Girl Without Salad, Amuse Bouche, mm-hmm. and a review from friend of the podcast, Chris Edgerton of uh, MLB The Show 20. Hell yeah. And we might have some more guest reviews going up this week or in the near future. We will see. So they're in, keep tuned for that. They're in the works. Got, got some irons in the fire for some other uh, crossover promotion uh, activity stuff that we'll see. Uh, in the near future, hopefully, we'll see. We'll see what's going down. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Have a, <laughs> thank you. Have the best sleep you've ever had tonight, Andre. Yes. 
You have to let wow, us know if it was a bad sleep. Uh, I will let you know if it's a bad sleep for sure. I woke up at like six today. Why? Why did I wake up at six? But then I've been taking a lot of naps, like mid-morning naps. I'm like up for like two hours and I fall back asleep. It's great. Uh, you don't have to be anywhere. Don't have work. Like it's killer. But I probably have to go back to work on like the what the twentieth. But then there's not gonna be any kids. So what am I gonna do? What are they? What is naps? Maps? Naps. Naps. I I don't know if it's a new school. I can't nap at my <laughs> desk yet. I don't know if it's allowed. But I have class. It's not. Yeah. Anyway, hey, goodbye everybody. Bye. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next week with probably a meaty pod. <laughs> we know you love meaty pods. Like a dumpling, <laughs> like a Tide Pod with mead meat. Um, <laughs> is that the title of the podcast now? It's like a, it's like a slider. <laughs> <laughs> it's a slider with a Tide Pod on it. Oh jeez. Oh, okay, bye. You say, you say OGs or and cheese? And both. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>